I'm over here now. I was over there. Now I'm over here. Sure. I'll bring all my shoes and my, my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror Eating pasta, primavera, feeding caca, be together People never know the wild shit we might say Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky Boys, and Dice Play. I've been waking up nights, screaming Brooklyn Blast podcast Mama took my porn mags, jerkins, and a soft rags Easy when we talk about Mr. Ferrari Cause we go way back when we used to play Atari Sparked weed, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's Car keys, now you can't leave, lock the door Please, Jimmy's on a mission. Time to start the intervention. Let's go. Episode 194 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast with my guest. This is awesome for me. Former drummer for White Zombie. Um, I know you have other side projects, Healer, a little band called Cougar Trap, and a producer, and a whole bunch of stuff. But this is really cool. Ivan DePrume, everybody. <laughs> How's it going, man? Everything is great, man. Uh, Coug- Cougar Trap. Cougar Trap. Cougar Trap is that uh, band I uh, uh, in uh, out of Austin, Texas, with with okay. a bunch of guys that we uh, we only played one show. It was the it was at uh, the South by Southwest. It was a few years ago, um, uh, and that was just playing some. Uh, songs all about 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 uh banging chicks you know it was all it was it was it, it, it was uh, you know just a joke kind of thing sure. but it was awesome because we played you know old school hair metal band you know all the old hair metal bands with songs that are about sex and uh so you got like the white snake styled in and all that crazy stuff oh, that, that, that was some good times that was fun that yeah, was fun man, that was the whole gimmick back then Listen, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not one to shy away yes i've listened to all my hardcore my thrash metal and all that stuff but yeah. I, have older, I have an older sister she's 60 i'm 45 but she's a little bit older than me but she like around in the house when i was i mean when i was eight nine ten years old that's yeah. all that was playing in the house. Yeah. Boys yeah. And old Motley yeah. Crue and all yeah. that. So I grew up listening to all that stuff. So I'm not scared to admit that I actually I actually like some of that stuff. I'm not scared to admit it. It's kind it's of cool. fun. I mean, it was just so much fun to just to just let loose and, and play the party songs and yeah and you know because I you know a lot of the projects I've done is serious shit you know it's like we just get down and and play the hardcore serious stuff and and uh, that was to us. You know, uh, was always was always badass. You know, but then yeah. here comes along, uh, you know, my old friend Frap. Frap, he used to play with Circus of Power, mm. um, Ben Screw. Uh, uh, he's done a lot of session stuff, and so this guy, um, this guy's a real good friend of mine, and I know him. I, I met him back uh, in the zombie days, and uh, Circus of Power lived in an apartment. In the yeah, same I building. Of power. They were like, yeah, oh, fucking New York. Of course, I remember Circus of Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when uh, when White Zombie moved to LA, when we left New York and moved to LA, uh, it was after after the release. Not the it was before the release of Let's Extra Sister, but after we recorded it. Gotcha. We wanted uh we wanted to just leave the New York scene so that we could uh New York New York at the time was uh was turning from the cool Lower East Side stuff. Everything started becoming corporate and yeah. and uh, uh there was those riots at uh was it Thompson Square Park. Park. Yeah. Sure. It, 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 things were crazy back then. People were like running around the streets freaking cutting people and stealing yeah. shit and I was running around down there. <laughs> 92 time frame. That was like that's when I was down at CB's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean 
my, I mean, I, I mostly, I was like a Lamar kid. Yeah, Lamar's. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I saw you guys the first time I actually, because I, I, I'm 45. So I was like, I don't know, 15, like the first time I saw you guys. And it was at Lamar's and it was, you opened up for Leeway and Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, what a good show. Yeah. I yeah. Was, <laughs> it was great. And it was so weird because, because like I've heard of you guys at the time and I was standing outside and to, to look back and, and, and remember this and then to what White Army became, it's like, I remember Rob and he, if, if my memory serves me right, you guys had this beat up, I want to say it was a white van. Was it a white van? Uh, I had a, there was, there was a couple of bands. Uh, uh, if it was, if it was those days, then it was my van. It was a, was, it was a was dark a, red van. It was a red van with a white top. It, was, it looked like an ambulance. It had the white top. It could have been. Yeah, it definitely could have been because I was standing outside and I remember 89. Mom, 89. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, we, now, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, we, I remember we had Rob an old van. walking in. Rob walking in, and the guy, the whoever was working the door, actually like stopped him, like, and he was like, "Nah, man, like I'm with the band, like I'm <laughs> playing tonight, like explaining to the Lamore guy in order to get into this place that he's right. in the band." And then right. like, fast forward, like literally like two years, and Thunder Kiss is everywhere. It's just uh-huh. like the, uh-huh. just how quick that all happened. But yeah, man, that yeah. was the first time I saw you guys live. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. man. Yeah, Lamar's was the coolest place, man, to go. It was, it was great. It was, that, that was that was the place I'd like where I was discovered a lot of metal. Me too. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Biohazard would be playing there all the time. Oh, and we, they were like we a house band. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> do you remember the record release party they had? Of course I do. Uh, uh, that, that was that was good times. Yeah, was... you know, so legendary, legendary shows there, man. And, you know, there's other people that I know that are a little bit older than me that saw, like, these other legendary shows. Like, I never saw Metallica there. I saw Anthrax there, which was cool. Um, uh, I, I never uh, saw Metallica. I know there was, like, Wasp used to play there all the time. But oh, yeah. Like, like, oh, like, yeah. It was some things just because of my age or whatever I just didn't get a chance to see. It was kind of a little bit later on, I guess. But I yeah, saw some yeah. great shows that I was there constantly. Right. But right. You're, 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 born in, you're born in Brooklyn, aren't you? I was born in Brooklyn. Where? Yeah. In the, in the slope. Okay. Park Slope. Park Slope. Before, you know, we, we, we moved in over there. And, uh, and uh, my mom uh, and dad uh, ended up getting the house uh, uh, in Park Slope uh, uh, 1967 or something like that. And I was born in 68. Okay. And that was when when uh, that neighborhood uh, was not yuppie at all. And then it just oh, suddenly <laughs> then then in the in the late 80s around that same time we're talking about it got so yuppie. Yeah. It got oh, so yuppie. Now, now it's forget about <laughs> it. Now, now forget about it. Forget yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 but my mom still ended up selling that house and um and and man, she she did good. She did good because that 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 yuppie neighborhood she bought that house back then for twenty three thousand. Wow! And I helped her get a bidding war for two point three million. Same house. Really? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That's she's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's doing. She 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 did well with that. But um, but I I I ended up getting tennis elbow, man. I I pulled my 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 muscle. Uh, I got I, we got a we got a little farm here. We got we got a bunch of chickens and chicken coop in the back, and 
and I was tossing cherries from the cherry tree in June. <laughs> I'm like, this fucking guys are hungry. So I'm like, I'm like, these, these cherries, they love the cherries, right? So I'm like tossing cherries over there. I'm like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> I I messed up my I totally messed it up. And um, but but I got a chiropractor actually today. He told me stop doing the physical therapy exercises and do what and and, and do what he's got. Uh, he helped me before with the wrist thing. And he told me I got to soak my elbow in a bucket of ice three times a day. So I, I'm like, what? Yo, that's it's crazy. Like, gonna... You got tennis elbow from throwing cherries by the pigeon coop. Yeah. Playing drums for a hundred years. That's unfucking believable. <laughs> so I got to soak my fucking elbow in this bucket of ice three times a day. I'm like, yeah, here it goes. <laughs> It's crazy, man. I whip my arms all the time on the drums. Yeah. But then it's just throwing the cherries. I think I was just, I was just grabbing them, whipping them so fast, throw, just this one after another. You know, my, my, my got my girlfriend there. She's picking cherries for the basket, for uh, uh, that we're gonna eat. But I'm finding the ones that are no good that she was just throwing on the ground. I'm like, what are you doing? The freaking chickens, <laughs> man! The chickens. So, so yeah, yeah. You know those chickens gave us so many eggs. So I got to pay them back. You know. Yeah, I, got, I hear you. What what brought you out to? You're in Oregon. Yeah, in Oregon, Oregon. I I just love the 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 rich green environment and Portland. Right, is right like a hop, skip, and a jump for me. Like thirty minute drive, and 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 you got you know Portland is is reminds me of the old school raw New York energy mm. where 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 people are just. Are just really themselves and, and and artistic and and um you know they don't give a fuck about 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 what's going on in the media they, they just want to they just be themselves you know yeah and um and uh uh and that that whole element drew me to that environment and um uh because you know i didn't go from new york to portland i went to la first as i was mentioning earlier right and i was in la for 15 years and you know i just felt like like LA is not really uh, a place you want to you want to really live. Like LA was to me like like uh, basically like a like a place to have a career, right? Because that's where the industry was. Sure. And so I'm so I'm you know doing the music business over there, uh, uh, the whole you know meeting people. But but the home life, I, I wasn't really feeling it. I wasn't really feeling it. So, right. so then I, I was visiting some friends I uh, I met actually at Burning Man. I went to Burning Man uh, in Nevada, and that that was insane, man. <laughs> I heard stories that that's that's a pretty it's a shit show over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I and, and it was to me it was about expression and 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 it's doing doing stuff that's from your heart. Mm-hmm. And so I brought all my drums and percussion and and and, and set it up and camp and. And uh, and this guy, this guy had a, a huge bus with the stage on the roof with the PA system, and they were jamming. And I I, I said, hey, uh, I was actually looking for a place to plug in my espresso machine because I wanted to, you know, <laughs> have some coffee. And you know, it's a camping event. You know, he said, bring everything you love with you, and and shit happens when you get there. So people wow. bring all their like everything they love, they bring it there, and they and they 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 express themselves you know whether whatever it is whatever it is there's no limitations um uh uh and and so for me it was drums coffee and and uh you know that was my main thing and i i brought my big salad bowl and a bunch of green i brought i had an orange tree in new york and in la so i i just brought a, a big bucket of oranges to hand out 
and uh, fucking huge watermelon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. So, so anyway, uh, uh, so I met a, this cool gang of kids there, and and they, they all of them were from Portland. Huh. And you know, so so I uh, I um. I didn't decide to move right away. I, you know, I was in LA for a while. I had the band Healer, and then, um, and then that that was cool. We we had a great freaking run. Violin, Middle Eastern meets metal. Uh, we released an album called Awakening, and then, and then we uh, we uh, uh, kind of started separating a little bit because the music didn't really pick up right away. Because people at the time were like Middle Eastern stuff with metal. Yeah. Now, how do I market it? Are you a metal band? Are you, you know, like they didn't know what to do. So, sure. so, uh, so the violinist uh, went back to Vegas for the circus uh, stuff, and and um, I ended up well, having you, a. Baby. You actually produced that because I mean, do you, do right. you still have your studio? Yeah, studio? I got I got my studio right here. Yeah, this is it. This is it. I got my setup right here. I got right back there is the vocal booth. Over there is the oh, live right. room. Uh, this is the control room. It's a mess right now because nobody nobody comes over here. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But you but you like, recorded like you recorded like a, I mean a lot of stuff. I mean you you did yeah. you recorded with L Seven. You you recorded what prong record did you record? I didn't record any prong record. I, Tommy I, 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 I got Tommy Victor. I had a, Tommy Victor and I were gonna try to re get prong off the ground when they, when they when they kind of broke up for a little bit, you know. Yeah. And and I tried to bring Prong back because I was working with Paul Raven in a different project, and uh, and and I was hanging out with Tommy, and I was like, I was you know I was like, hey, you know we're we're all local here, let's let's jam, and and stuff was happening, and we uh, we we worked a little bit, but uh, it just it just didn't it just didn't stick, and I you know and I you know there was uh, uh, I, I hooked up my friend Monty with Tommy. And uh, and then they they ended up working together. Tommy's a guitar player. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I you know you know at the time Tommy was going through some some struggles, some, some stuff at the time that uh, you know I I uh, I didn't I didn't feel was was right for for me to. I just didn't have the patience to deal with right. what he was going through. I get it. And um, and uh, you know it, it so we never really happened, but but it's it's part of my little track record of people i worked with sure it's um, your resume which is awesome tommy's a good dude man the freaking great guy great guy absolutely absolutely and i love prong yeah so i'm a big prong fan and and uh so i was like i was like if we do it great if we can't do it you know maybe some other time you know yeah. he probably and, uh, worked I, the, he probably he's probably worked the soundboards at early white zombie shows at C. Uh, that's right that's right yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember those days. Okay, of course, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, let's let's talk a little bit about those early days, man. Maybe things that maybe yeah. the the ordinary person just might not know. Because what's what I think, and this is just, I mean, I could be wrong, but my personal opinion is that I think that a hell of a lot more people need to realize and be familiar with earlier white zombie stuff because from from La Sexisisto on that's when the big break came but uh, and it, it, I'll say it it, it kind of pisses me off that Rob doesn't ever acknowledge anything before that 
he doesn't acknowledge it. Like, like yeah. I know that it was Caroline Records and self-released on what was yeah. it, Silent Explosion Records or whatever. But then Geffen released like kind of like a whole box set thing called Sleep Let, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. And there's <laughs> nothing, there's nothing before La Sexist System. And I'm like, that's it's bullshit. Like I think that yeah. it's bullshit. Um I I love all that old stuff. It's filthy, it's raw. I love that shit. And mm-hmm. all completely different than La Sexist. And I gotta say though, La Sexist System is an incredible record. I yeah. love that album. But everything before that sounds completely different from Make Them Die Slowly, sounds completely different than Soul Crusher and Pig Heaven, and all that stuff sounds completely different. And I think that people need to smarten up and know a little bit more about older White Zombie because so many kids nowadays, they're like, oh, White Zombie, yeah, Thunder Kiss is <laughs> more human than human. Yeah. That's all they know. Yeah, yeah, that's all they know. That's all they know. I think and, it's and, 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 Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, I don't know. It's like... It's a whole other animal. It, it, we 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 uh, we we evolved, and 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 Rob even went from from like like Les Sister had that more organic element, and then Astro Creep ended up becoming a little bit more uh, industrial and square. Yeah. So it's evolved so many times that 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 he to to go back to to for him to even acknowledge where they were. It's impossible for him because he went so far out, so like five guitar players ago or something like that. You know? What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so well, you know, I I guess I'm you know trying to defend him in one hand, but at the other hand, it's like fuck. You know that that was great shit we had. And, of course. And, and people you know, need to know whether they like it or not. At least they should be aware of it to go and yeah. check it out. Right, right. You know what I mean. Right. Right. You know, yeah. there's no, there's no move. Well, yeah, there's, there's samples and stuff in it, but it's, I mean, the production is different because it's not Geffen Records, and there's a budget behind that, which I completely get. But right. I love the rawness right. of it all. You know, rawness. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, all right, the first thing that White Zombie put out was Gods on Voodoo Moon, which you were not on. Yeah. But you were in a band. See, I, I know you might have talked about this before, but some people might not know. But you were in a band before you joined White Zombie with Sean from White Zombie. That's right. That's right. right. That, yeah, band. That, that band was called Life. Gotcha. And okay. and it was it was a, 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 like a punk rock kind of thing. Um, Playing the Lower East Side. Yeah, yeah. And I and I was actually in high school, uh, probably my right. second year, third year. And um, and, and I was I was uh, I was like I was like wow, this is cool. I had a friend of mine down the block. I grew up with this kid who was in a class with Allegra. Allegra. Uh, was one of the singers in the band and uh, she was looking for a drummer. And so he approached me and uh, was like, Ivan, uh, you know, you're a drummer. You want to, you want to join a band? I got this girl in my school, you know? And so, so um, I ended up getting a phone call and I was like, hell yeah, I'm all about it, man. So, um, so I took subway to the city and uh, from Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, at the time I was like, I'm taking the subway to the city by myself, and you know this is cool. Oh, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but I got off this train. I'm like, holy shit! This is the Lower East Side, man. Back in the in the in like '86 or something like that, '85, '86. And so I was I was it's a little grimy. Out. It was, it was totally grimy. grimy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh shit! I hope I don't get jumped because you know, 
I'm always getting jumped in Brooklyn. So, <laughs> so, oh you know, so, so I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. I'm like, you know, get, make my way over there. And, and I, and I, I see this rundown freaking art, artsy looking building and I hear people jamming and um, I open the door and boom, there's a rehearsal studio right there, right on the sidewalk. You open the door, boom, it's right there. And, um, and they had a spot that they were renting to, uh, to, for their jams, got on the kit and that was it, man. We was, we were, we were writing some songs and uh, we ended up playing some gigs uh, quite quickly after that which was these parties and uh some of some of them were parties some of them were clubs and i remember uh this one party somebody gave me something and (laughs) and i was and and i was like i was like whoa and i find myself ended up making out with this other chick who was who was uh uh singing for for this punk rock another punk rock band different punk rock band that was performing at the time that they were cool, man. I oh my god, if I can remember the name of the band, they were like, I, I, man, if I can remember the name, shit. You know, you know when you're gonna remember, you're gonna remember when we're done recording it all. <laughs> That's when you can remember. Right, right, right. Happens but they, all the time. They, it was, it was, uh, it was a good time. I ended up staying up all night, and the next day I had to actually work. I was working at um, at this summer program. Hmm. Holy shit! And I'm, I'm getting thought about that in a while. I remember, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I was like, I was like, holy shit! I, I had to, I had to uh, work with these kids, and um, and I was up all night, um, and I remember just tripping on these freak, this freaking thread. I was like, man, this feels funny. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I, I, uh, um, and I remember Shauna telling, uh, talking about that later, saying, Ivan, man, one, you, you should, uh, like, after the show, you just ended up doing something and you were all over this chick. <laughs> wow. I mean, how, how old were you at the time? Who cares? Like 16, man. I was 16, 17. Yeah. And, um, uh, so anyway, uh, so we, we played uh, at, at this club called The Dive again, uh, and then, uh, not again, I mean, Life at the Dive, I, I, I have that on VHS, actually. I, I gotta, yeah, yeah, I got to release that one. And You should, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 I, definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. Why the hell not? Yeah, I have a bunch of videos. I got tons of VHS tapes. I got, uh, for the, that whole period of my life, um, and I keep on saying to myself, I got to get a VHS machine and digitize all this stuff. And, yeah. uh, I actually have a V. you know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about the VHS, uh, tape heads eating up the tape. Gotcha. Cause it, once well, they eat up, once it eats it up, you're, you're screwed. Right. So I got to make sure I clean, do the whole thing first. I, you have a clean heads. Yeah. On a, on a VHS a alcohol. Yeah. 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 I have ADATs. You ever use ADAT machines? I don't you know, the, the ADATs use VHS tapes. So I had to clean the ADAT uh, heads. Uh, so I learned that. And uh, so I, I'm sure it's the same process on a VHS machine. Give it a shot. Yeah, it? yeah. Digitize all that stuff. That I got, would be awesome. I'm sure a lot of people would like to see a lot of that old stuff. And some old, some old, uh, uh, tons of white zombie shows. And I got um, a, a little road trip we did down to uh, the, one of the early Lollapaloozas. Wow. 
um, with the whole band, you know, is uh, we were just invited out to South Carolina or North Carolina, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Reed from COC uh, had a, his whole big uh, warehouse down there where his band played and we stayed there because Shauna was friends with uh, Reed from COC. Mm-hmm. Reed Mullen, man, good guy. Rest in peace. Yeah, he died. Yeah, for, for a second I forgot about that, and I'm like, wait a minute, I was saying his name, and I was like, yeah. oh shit, and then you said it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking man. guy, man, he died just like that. Just like that. Great drummer. Absolutely. Dude, speaking yeah. of COC, uh, one of the early shows, uh, I discovered them before I knew Shauna. You know, uh, COC and DRI, DRI, I think it was DRI p- performing, and they were throwing COC stickers out. Nice. And I, and I and I had my first one of my early first leather jackets, you know, MC jackets, you know. I'm like, COC, DRI, fuck yeah! And then I join White Zombie, and and Rob actually paints the freaking skull, yeah. skull head on the back of my jacket. And then and then I I I was like, I'm defining my freaking look right now. Yeah. And and then and I never got jumped again. Nice. <laughs> that was always one thing that was always awesome with with it was all the all the artwork. The artwork was always awesome shit man all that or especially that early white zombie artwork yeah and it was cool that rob did all of that flyers i mean every yeah yeah constantly yeah. i mean yeah was drawn by him i i was i was in in awe i i was like wow this yeah. fucking guy uh uh is 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 on a whole nother level yeah of of cool to me because you know when i first met him i thought he was a homeless guy Oh, he, he still looks homeless, man. <laughs> yes, I, I, he does. He still but, looks but was, homeless. You know, and I, and I was, you know, I, I didn't know what to make of it because, you know, here's, he was coming by uh, the studio while I'm jamming with, with Life, <laughs> so the band Life, you know, and, there's, you know, Shauna was getting picked up by this guy. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, whoa, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I, and then the, the Life ended up breaking up because, uh, so a couple of the guys wanted to go hardcore punk. Yeah. And the other guys wanted to go peace punk. Okay. So peace punk, hardcore. Forget about it. Right. Broke up. Yeah. You know, now now it's like it's like you, you can mix anything and it works. Sure. Oh, yeah. Now it's a, it's a conglomeration of everything. <laughs> Back then, you know, when White Zombie, when we played shows in the early days, we'd have uh, the, the, the skinheads here. Yep. Punk rockers here, the metalheads over here, yeah. and, and and they would never mix. It would always never. be like separate ways. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It got violent for a while there. I know that. It, I mean, there was some really bad things that happened outside of Lemoore's. Like there was that whole razor blades, man. The fucking guys, the skinheads with the razor blades. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to that show. Yeah, like, that's a skinhead show. Yeah, that's what a lot, and, and and a lot of t- a lot of times that whole the music scene, like the local scene, was like was was it hurt a lot because yeah, like, all the long haired kids would be like, yo, like I want to go and check out like Biohazard, but Biohazard would draw a lot of skins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so that that yeah. younger 14, 15 16 yeah. year old kid would be a little nervous and not go to the show because of that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it yeah. all worked itself out. Now it's like whatever. It's a completely different animal now. But yeah, um, yeah. So so once I mean, so Sean and Rob basically formed White Zombie. Then they asked you to play. Well, the, well, they they released 
Dogs on Voodoo Moon, and then they came to you and they asked to play drums, no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 because... Uh, no, there's a lot, so I, I'm trying to get it right in my own head as, as we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, Shauna called me up. She's like, she's like, hey, uh, uh, we got a new band. We want a drummer. We want you to play. Uh, why don't you come down and, and let's, let's jam? I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. And, then and the- uh, r- right away, after our first rehearsal, uh, he said, okay, we're going to record. <laughs> really? and then we were, yeah, yeah, like it was like a week later. And we ended up recording that 45, uh, uh, Slaughter the Gray, Pig Heaven. Pig Heaven, yeah. And uh, it was like, we just moved fast. I'm like, I'm like, really? Sure, okay, yeah, because we were just, we just wanted to, you know, they, they, yeah. they had everything dialed in, you know, as yeah. far I, as I'm like. Actually, I actually, I listened to that today on my way into work this morning. <laughs> yeah i did i had to i'm like yeah you know because i knew i was gonna do this with you but but that's yeah, yeah i mean soul crusher and making die slowly and lost exorcist are always in some sort of rotation i was like you know what i haven't listened to pig heaven in a while and i listened to the god of thunder ep again yeah. Yeah, which yeah. i haven't listened to in a long time and i forgot how awesome disaster blast, disaster blaster 2 was oh yeah fucking incredible man all right, so before we go into that, so so you recorded Pig Heaven and Slaughter the Grand. Yeah. And yeah. then it wasn't, I mean, let me see if I had this right. Pig Heaven and Slaughter the Great came out in 86. Sounds about right. So, and you guys self-released it. And yeah. then, then you guys put out that we went right to Soul Crusher, but no, you guys put out Psycho Head Blowout. That's right. Which was later on in 86 maybe early 87 no that was 87 yeah and soul, that, and soul crusher was later in 87 yeah it sounds about right yeah 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 i, I graduated high school in 87 and you have two records out and an ep and you yeah. graduated high school it's kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, you know, the kids in my high, the metalheads in my high school at the time were like, "What the hell?" We had, I had, a, I had a couple of kids who loved it. Yeah. I hold up. I lost you. Really? Uh now you're back. I'm back. Okay. Now you're back. Um, I lost right. you for a second. Just I lost you for like five seconds. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so I have uh, a, a bunch of friends that didn't know what to make of it. They were like. You know, like it sounds a little noisy, crazy, you know, um, because they they loved like Bon Jovi, you know, and, and well, like, that was the time, sure. <laughs> so, uh, but but uh, 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 but I, I did have a, f- a few friends that were die hard. They they even know all the lyrics, and um, uh, I didn't even know a, the lyrics. And that's not an easy thing to do. Is know. know the lyrics to the know. early White Zombie songs, even the later White Zombie stuff. But the early yeah. stuff is is difficult, but I love it. That's another thing that I like about. Do you know uh, Three of Cups in uh, Lower East Side? Yes, I do. You know Morgan? I do not. I know the Mor- Morgan Libman. He does DJ. Uh, I, he used to spin all the time over there. Um, anyway, he was one of the friends in in high school that that uh, would would uh, like we'd go we'd, we'd be going to class together, and he'd be like singing all of Rob's lyrics to me. And I'm like. I'm like, wow! How the hell does he know all of that shit? Because yeah, I don't even know it. <laughs> I just yeah, remember. I just gotta remember the beats. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, yeah, the lyrics are just was all, all uh, you know, uh, very abstract, you know, and yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, we just started playing some local shows, uh, uh, playing up in Boston. We go to Boston back and forth, and then we started booking shows all the way doing like a, uh, the Midwest, you know, that whole area. We went to Ohio and. Chicago and then and this is during the 87-ish part yeah like Soul Crusher era yeah okay yeah yeah I think actually oh yeah Soul Crusher we we went on tour with with Tom a couple times yeah uh, I, was, I was looking through I was looking through um I, I I had to I googled you and then and then wind I wind up down a rabbit hole and there's like uh a hole like on Pinterest or something like that there's like a whole white zombie flyer section. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm looking, and that's why I realized I was like, yeah, like Rob drew like so much of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, just little flyers from like random I mean, shows, and I saw several where it's like you guys and Prong, and and uh, you got Raging Slab, Prong, and White Zombie, uh -huh, and uh -huh. Stevie. I'm like, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, every show, a whole new freaking flyer, you know, a whole new piece of artwork he would do, and, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, great, great, great bunch of guys there. Uh, uh, Tom, Tom was a great guitar player. We had John Ritchie. Yeah, John Ritchie. He did uh, the um, Make the Die Slowly record. Uh, and then John Ritchie left the band after recording, and Jay Younger joined the band, and we went on a U.S. tour with Jay, and all of our songs were like the Make Them Die Slowly record was a lot slower and sludgier than sludgier and and but but you know you know there there's like a whole other album out there for Make Them Die Slowly that was. Change with Jay Younger's riffs, really? Because we had because well, when we toured with him, we had to do. Uh, we went. We, we make them that slowly was recorded twice, and Bill Laswell. Before Bill Laswell came in, it was recorded in a different way. And then when Bill Laswell came in, he brought us in the studio and we redid the whole record. I think it was Martin Bc's. Really. It was Martin, I have to. I, 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 why was the whole thing? Re why did you have to record the whole thing all over again? Because because Bill Laswell was like, I wanted to record the album. I want to produce you guys, no charge. Oh no shit! Yeah. So let's yeah, start right. the fucking beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, okay. Take it from the fucking top. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So we we went in and and but by then some time passed and you know how fast we're always moving and rewriting shit. So we rewrote a lot of the songs that, and some of the songs got dropped for the album, and and uh, because we had another song, and uh, so um, there's, there's some cr crazy shit. There's some different different uh, uh, energies. Uh, uh, you know how it has that hollow sound. Yeah, the, the way it was produced. Uh, the first uh, pass of recordings we have the earlier stuff. Uh, uh, the first pass of the album. Had more of a of a of a rich sound and driving more yeah. of a driving. It sound. does say that's a, that's a that's the perfect word to describe. It it does have a weird hollow sound to it. 
Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think I think somebody fucked with him and turned the knob all the way. Like, like, you know what I mean? It sounds like either Something they is up with. I like it. I like. I love that record, but that's a perfect description of it. Sure. I, I think someone left the reverb on for the whole mix. Like, like it sounds like the, there's a wash over the whole mix because I do stuff in the studio now, yeah. so I so I can kind of hear it and go ah. You know, accidentally forgot to turn that off. You know, yeah. you you left that thing, or you, or someone turned the knob up. Or maybe his dog came in and fucking wagged his tail and hit right. the knob, and hit the, oops, hit the switch came on. Right. Boom! It's like okay, we're done. Shit. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. I don't know yet, but it has something in there. Um, uh, so it always bothered me a little bit, and I always wanted to re-record that record because of that. But we have those other recordings, but they're not all done and. What the ones the ones that got dropped from the record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at, at least the, there's a whole bunch of songs that were re-recorded, but we still have them uh, recorded in the other studio. That sounds that sounds really good. And I I tried to get Shauna to include it in the box set. Uh, I forgot I forgot what happened, but um, yeah. but we didn't throw those in there for some reason. But uh, oh man. Uh, now I I I know that you weren't. I I've read up somewhere recently. Last I don't know last week or so. Once you said you were willing to do this, um, I know you weren't in the band yet. But it, I don't know if it's true or not because you can't read everything that's on the internet and think it's the truth. Um, right. That Gods on Voodoo Moon was three hundred were pressed, only about a hundred was sold, and the other remaining two hundred the band still has in their possession. Is that even possible at this point? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're talking 1986. It's 2020, man. Oh uh, God, that, that that could be a, a something just to tease people. Yeah. I don't. Do think you have one? I, I have. I have one copy. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be a coveted item, man. Get big yeah. 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 I, I got a few things from back in the day. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. So. Like I, I like I, I would I'll go on to like eBay every once in a while and I, I'll I'll wind up down a rabbit hole like like even like the Make Them Die Slowly record is kind of up there in price and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've I've seen it up there. Yeah, like over hundred hundred fifty bucks, two hundred bucks depending on the you know. But that was on Caroline. So now what happened? Like like the Caroline approached you guys or did somebody know somebody at Caroline to get you off of self releasing stuff? And put you onto Caroline from because make them die snow. Soul Crusher was kind of like Silent Explosion slash Caroline, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and they re-released it. They, 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 they picked them up, they re-released it, and they slapped on the Caroline logo um, to repress the new ones, and um, uh, and then. And then it was the earlier records, but then Caroline released. When we got on Caroline, we we, we released, I believe, Soul Crusher or, yeah, Soul Crusher. Yeah, we finally actually had a budget. Um, huh. So, uh, um, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so now, when was like when was the first time? And you guys, you guys. All right, well, you were just saying that, you know, you did some Midwest stuff, Soul Crusher time, and then you went into the studio, Make Them Die Slowly, which on the spine of the CD is a misprint. It says, Let Them Die Slowly. Which yeah, I, yeah, they messed that one up. Yeah, which I always, because I think I still have a physical copy of the CD somewhere. But, <laughs> but 
from that record that came out in 89, two years after Soul Crusher, did you guys travel further than the Midwest off of that record? Uh, yeah, in 89, we, we did a full U.S. We went all around the whole United States. When was the first time you went to Europe? Uh, that was, uh, before we got signed to Geffen. Uh, okay, that's awesome. Uh, that was, I think that, I think that was 90. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went, we went to Yugoslavia. Nice. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple of cool shows, a lot of shows in, in Germany and, uh, uh, the Netherlands, uh, England and, um. Shauna got sick. Uh, we couldn't go to we couldn't go to Paris, okay. but so we had to we had to, we had to cancel that one. And uh, but yeah, yeah, I got I, I got some old journals and and I kept a lot of the flyers and from those shows. And it's you different should, when Rob's you not. You should put this shit out there, man. People want to see this. Don't kid yourself. People want to. All right, this. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, I, I I should. I I have. Um, you know what? I can. I think I have it back there. You remember, go take a look. I, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> awesome. So now, I mean, make make them die slowly comes out, and then I've had him on. I'm friends with Michael Alago. I've cool. Had, yeah. I've had him on before, and he always like I, I believe he he was on twice. He was once with a guest, and he was once on solo. And he was saying, I don't know if it was on the podcast or personally speaking, how he saw you guys early on mm -hmm. and he mm -hmm. like fell in love with the craziness and how wacky, like, you know, how raw and whatever you want to call it. So yeah. he yeah. instantly wanted to sign you guys. Yeah, it was freaking amazing. Um, uh, we played, uh, I think it's called the 1030 Club, uh -huh. uh, where he checked us out. Um, uh, I was like, wow, this guy. You know, uh uh Mike Mike Gitter. Uh no, 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 no. It was um Mike Mike Gitter was uh uh Mike Gitter's a guy who, who worked uh he interviewed us for uh I think Kerrang or something, one of those uh magazines, metal magazines. Um but there was uh uh Daniel Ray. Okay. Daniel Ray, he's the one who produced uh, the God of Thunder record with the Disaster Blaster Love Razor. And Daniel Ray uh, knew Michael Alago. Gotcha. And, and that's how he connected us. Yeah. I mean, the, and, the, dude, the, the, the dude's friggin' signed Metallica, so. Yeah. You know, it kind of says a lot. Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, good and, guy. And, and then how was that whole, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm asking hacky questions, but how is record, what, did you have, before you went into the studio or whatever to record La Sexisisto, was there material that wound up on that record that was already written? Oh, hell yeah. Was it? Okay. Like song-wise that wound up there that were already like basically done in your head. Oh yeah, well, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, we we always we always have the songs written before we go into the studio, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we uh we we, we we you know it was in my actually in the in the basement in the house in Brooklyn. You know, we started re re rehearsing there, and um and for that album, I decided uh to to work with the drum machine uh for writing. 
and and um, some of the beats, and uh, and then I would play along with them, and that and and that's kind of how I got all those grooves, a lot of the grooves. That's and uh, uh, and the one thing that that we learned is is you know when we play all these shows and we see people moshing around and then they'd stop in certain parts of the songs we throw away that part so we want to keep the moshing right so we realize yeah we so we realize keep the freaking beat going right through the whole song you know because once you lose it and you go to this halftime thing which is great sometimes but not from like verse chorus verse chorus but maybe right. in the middle or something where you have it and it's, it was a surprise yeah. but but we you know we we learn like like with thunder kiss you know like the beats going through the whole thing yeah uh, and it's watching music videos uh that were hot at the time um that uh like like certain dance rap we were got into uh um public enemy yeah. and nwa where where the beat's going and it's driving, yeah, and so uh, so between that and listening to Slayer, of course, <laughs> of course, Slayer uh, is influential to everybody. So you know, I, I ended up putting the the dance beats in Slayer uh, type of vibe, you know, okay. energy and aggression. Yeah, man. Um, because yeah, I love the Beastie there's, Boys. There's some songs on that record you can shake your ass to, man. Right. It's like from yeah. like Soul Crusher, Cosmic Monsters Incorporated. Like, there's so much on that record you could just yeah. ask him. And, yeah. and it popped in my head when you were like, you know, when you just want to keep the mosh going. I saw you guys play at Roseland on that tour, but you guys opened up for Pantera mm. on the Vulgar Display of Power tour. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. remember who the first band was. I, no one <laughs> cared. But it yeah. was you guys yeah. in that show, yeah. it's like... Yeah burned into my brain of insanity throughout that right. place for both bands <laughs> fucking incredible dude yeah 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 that was yeah. 92 i believe i still have the ticket stub as well somewhere 92 uh, yeah. 93 the very latest uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. yeah man uh, yeah, you guys yeah. played a few insane shows i was at at the limelight yeah yeah sebastian okay, bach came and jumped on the stage and started singing at one of them <laughs> do you remember that uh uh yeah 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 but i <laughs> I was like that was weird, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like jumped off of like a balcony. Like I was standing in the crowd, and it was like in between songs, and it was for some weird reason it got like kind of quiet for a minute, and we just looked, and there was this dude screaming and pointing the bra, <laughs> and he, and it was fucking Sebastian Bach, and and he made eye contact, and he fucking like jumped down off the balcony and went and hopped up onto the stage, and like fucking I don't remember what song it was, but came up and sang a fucking song with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random weird thing, but it's memorable. Pretty much every show, someone's getting hurt. Yeah. You know, it was people carrying bodies out. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, sometimes you get hurt. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay for a good time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, that on that, I mean, you were you was with the band for, I'm not. Were you with the band that whole tour? Or no, 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 no. I left. I left uh, uh, in the middle of, in the middle of '92. Actually, is when I left. Okay. All right. Well, you played yeah. the Pantera show. Uh, I played. I played uh, the Hollywood Palladium, the San Diego uh, Sports Arena. Uh, I did. I did some tours more on the West Coast. Okay. But I remember. I, I think I remember hearing about that. Oh, so you weren't playing drums at that Roseland show? 
I, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. Really? I, I played. Wait, I did play. I think it was a limelight. Limelight. Uh, huh. Oh. Oh, whatever. It was a few <laughs> years ago. Yeah. <laughs> when, 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 well, all right. Let's 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 just get right to the chase. Why'd you leave the band? I left the band because uh, Rob Zombie and I were, you know, not getting along, I not talking. That's why I was like, let's just cut to the fucking, fucking chase. Ch- yeah, yeah, you know, we just we just stopped talking to each other on tour. Why? And uh, because I, I, you know, we just disagreements, you know, just disagreements, and and uh, was his uh, ego getting a little out of hand? His, his ego got a little out of hand, and and <laughs> and I, I, I thought I thought that you know, the best thing I could do is just not talk to him because. You know, he's just unreasonable. Like, like I, I wasn't able to. <laughs> I, I have, I, I have these these impressions of him as well. Go ahead. And, and, listen, I just, uh, and listen, I, I don't know the man personally. That's just the vibe I get. I love his movies. I, I dig, I dig White Zombie a lot more yeah. than yeah. his solo stuff. I don't shit on it. It is what it is. But it's not White Zombie, in my opinion. But I kind of <laughs> have that feeling that. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. kind of thinks a little bit, you know. You know when you don't, when you just don't respect each other anymore, and 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 you just dissolve. Like when the when, when the like for a person just dissolves, and you and and all that all there is 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 hate, and 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 you know we just we just didn't want to hang out anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so I I just I just couldn't tolerate uh, uh, the the crap. Yeah. I couldn't tolerate the crap, and and uh, the, and you know, I um, I might as well just just tell you straight off the bat, but uh, he um, uh, he he got he got uh, Phil lined up before I left the band, so I I'm I'm thinking I'm you know like I'm like, you know, we had a disagreement, and I'm like, um, and we had a conversation. And he said, if you don't like it, why don't you just quit the band? And I said, is that what you want? And he said, that's right, quit. And he hung up on, you know, in the hotel room. And uh, I'm like, what the fuck? Boom, just like that. And then, wow. and then so, after so managed, all those years, man, after all, after, those, after years. all those years, um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thrown to the side like that. It's really disrespectful. And, yeah. and, and you know, um, uh, but you know, I take responsibility for not, you know, my part in not talking to him. Sure. You know, distancing my distancing myself and not actually working it out. I was young. I was young. And at the time, you know, when you're young, like teenager. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, actually at that time, I think I was 21. But anyway, still you're, young. You're still a fucking baby. I, I, so I'm like, I'm like, how do you deal with this freaking disagreement? You know, yeah. so we're not talking and he's talking to the label and and uh, 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 with management, and they des- they did make a decision to 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 have this guy. He, Rob Rob hated everybody, yeah. so he just like, you know, uh, 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 so so got Phil in there, and 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 I thought John Tempesta filled in right after you. No, no, no. Phil was was the drummer for a while. That he had a crack problem. Oh, stole totally stole stole Shauna's bass actually to sell it for crack. Oh, that's and, always cute. And, good, good choice there, Mister Rob Straker. <laughs> and then, and, and then, and then they got John Tapesta in the band, and um, you know, uh, uh, all these years, I'm like, I'm like, what did I do? I fucking yeah. 
I threw that shit away. But but I, oh, so did, I did you did you beat yourself up over it a little bit? When I saw the full page ads, when I saw like, oh shit, they're playing these big arenas and you know, but I'm sure, it, I'm sure it had to have sucked for a little while, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 uh, uh, but that's that, you know. I'm sure. I'm 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 uh, uh, living life in my own ways, oh. you know, different different from that. You know, we we just we just find the good in life and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know. But I all the, all the white zombie days, I treasure that. I, I had that flavor, but. I knew Rob at the time. I, we were disagreeing about in the direction of industrial shit. We were talking about. He was in love with ministry, and um, and uh, I I was like, oh, I didn't want to play that freaking industrial shit. I, I was thinking more of Sepultura, right? Energy sure. kind of stuff. Um, but you know, that was uh, you know that and that that was that wasn't our disagreement. That was just me not liking his direction kind yeah. of thing. Um. You know what I find odd, and it's and it's 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 becoming more crystal clear, is that everybody except for himself, obviously, and Sean were consistent from the beginning to the collapse of White Zombie. The other members, you included, always were, were how many guitar players you said, but then once Rob and Sean broke up, there goes the band. Yep. So yep. like, who's really the the problem? Or uh, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe problem is the wrong word, but yeah, you know, who's the one that's chucking and grabbing people? And, and you know, it's like yeah. not a democracy there. And and you know <laughs> you know th that's right that's right. And you know like, what makes a band is is it's all chemistry and uh, um, it was it was uh, a lot of a lot of the shit was. We had our dynamics, you know. We had our dynamics that 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 worked uh, with our lineup, but it ran its course, yeah. and and I knew it was done. Right. I, uh, I I I wanted to save it. I wanted to save it, but um, you know, it's yeah. uh, it's, it's a waste of time after a while. It's like you're beating a dead horse. What are you right, gonna do? So right, I want to share right now. I got a band called Big News. Awesome. And uh, we released an album in the beginning of the year. Right? Oh, no, do, you right? have, like, do you have like the Instagram shit and all that stuff? I, I do. I do. Actually, I, I have to look up the... Uh... I like your detachable glasses you got going on. Yeah, you confused me the first time you pulled them off. I went, what happened to his glasses? I thought he had glasses on. It's a magnetic. <laughs> it's called Click. All right. Convenient. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh makes it easy. I any reading glasses. So what can I do? You know. I got you. All right. Um, yeah, so big news. Uh we got um we have uh uh on Bandcamp. That's that's where we do our shit. Uh, okay, do you, you don't have an Instagram page or anything like that? No, no, I don't you think we have one, man. It's a good promotional tool. Cool, cool. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you're share on that. There. You're, you're on there though at Ivan, at Ivanopolis. Uh, Ivanopolis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my, my daughter set that up, and um, I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta promote. I gotta get on there, man. I, I I'm not. I, I, <laughs> 2020, man. That's all the kids. Where all the kids are at. That's right. It's true. It's it true. So we recorded an album in the beginning of the year, and then the pandemic hit. Uh, we, we're playing some shows out here. Uh, we've got some new songs we're working on right now, and um, so it's big news like dot bandcamp dot com. 
Uh, it's um, Big News PDX. Okay. Big News PDX.bandcamp.com. Yeah. All right. There you go. You heard it here first, kids. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, it's, so it's safe to say that you and Rob don't speak. We're not speaking right now, but you know, when we. Uh, over the years, here and there, here and there, we 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 would we would uh, catch up, you know, That's you know. I I I, I kind of kind of put all that sh- dirty stuff aside. Yeah, you, and I, you I, you I, you I always try to. to. I, I always try to start fresh because you know we're we're, we're human, human human beings. We evolve, we grow. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, anymore. Not, if, if you're still holding animosity <laughs> from when you were 21, now in 2020, yeah, like come on, man, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're we're on this planet for only so many years. That's right. You might as well, you know, make the best of it. And 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 if you hold on to shit like that, look, yeah. where do you? Uh, how do you? Yeah. yeah, fuck all that. Too much. Got Too much yeah. energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, all right, so you have a new band called Big... Now, I, I saw that you... I don't know, do you still have... Well, I mean, maybe not because of this fucking pandemic shit, but you used to host a, a metal show. Oh, yeah. Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's, it's been a Metalopolis? few... Metalopolis? That's that right. Called? That's right. That's right. I was... I was a host of that show. I was, I was interviewing, uh, every, you know, everybody. That was it, was... it was a Portland thing. Okay. Um, on a, a KUFO 101, Rock 101. Now it's a news station... Okay. But uh, but yeah yeah it was a good it was a good run we, I did a few years of that that's cool got the taste of hosting a show yeah that's very yeah cool. yeah Rob Halford and Dave Mustaine and of course Tommy Victor <laughs> oh, there you go <laughs> yeah 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 very fucking yeah. cool man and Vinnie Paul was on there oh another one rest, fucking rest in peace Jesus guy. Christ man yeah. it's it's fucking crazy man yeah I know. I know. Like of all people, it's like it's just it just came out of nowhere. It's just it's right? fucking strange. But but then yeah. again, listen to me. It, it always comes out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's true. It's true. You know, it's like oh, I just talked to him yesterday. Yeah. Well, a lot of people talked to him yesterday. You know, I I get it. You know? Speaking of yesterday, yeah, my my guinea pig Fluffy died. Oh, fucking rest in peace, Fluffy the guinea pig. Fucking guinea pig. <laughs> no, 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 man. My, uh, I got two girls. Okay, I got two daughters, right. and um, and so we got you know the the older daughter wanted a dog. I got her a dog, and the younger ones, I want something. I gotta get get you a guinea pig, and and then uh, she wanted a friend, so we got Fluffy. Fluffy was already older, I guess. Uh-huh. Right now we had two guinea pigs. We had two, big, and then uh, and then and then Fluffy started coughing. Maybe he got coronavirus. I don't know. Yeah. But, but uh, I took it to the Probably vet. A new the strain vet, coming out that hits rodents. The vet said it was. It was <laughs> she's fine. What are you talking about? Like, totally fine. Sent the sent the guinea pig home. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. yeah. I buried it in the garden next to the chicken coop. I was going to say, is it next to the chickens? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh shit, man. Well, dude, I know. I miss Brooklyn, man. You don't. You have no idea. I really do miss. I miss New York. I miss Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm in Brooklyn right now, born and raised. I mean, I've. I've been around. I, I was in yeah. service, and I, I lived yeah. in Jersey and stuff. But, but born and raised, born and bred. I'm, I'm in Brooklyn right now. I'm my brother's Brooklyn. out there. What's that? My bro- I got my brother. My brother's in Brooklyn. Where at? He's in Bensonhurst. 
I'm pretty much in Bensonhurst right now. Really? He's by uh, 86th Street and... Uh, um, 86th Street, three blocks from where I'm sitting right now. Right by the subway station. Uh, no way. Yeah. Three I'm blocks on, from your house? I'm on 20th Avenue between Cropsey and Shaw Parkway. He's on, I think, 18th Avenue. I want to say 18th yeah. Avenue. Yeah, he's probably like six blocks away from me, right? Oh, my God. Okay, when I come visit, I'm going to hit you up. Yeah, no, without a doubt. I would love you to. slice some pizza. Yeah, oh, without a doubt, man. <laughs> without a doubt. Let's, let's, what, what, do you have any plans to come to New York anytime soon? I don't know. Not, especially not right now with the coronavirus. Oh, I, of course I, not. But, but I, I, I got to come out there, man. I'm I, I, in New York. The last time I was there was uh, was for high school reunion. It was a few years ago. Okay. A couple of years ago, three, two, three years ago. Okay. I said it wasn't that long ago, two, three years ago. Maybe it was longer. All right, maybe it, was, it could have been nine years ago for all we the last The last year was a freaking insane. So Of course. 2020 is almost over. And it was all freaking pandemic. So, the, the, so like, it's going to bleed right into 2021. Everyone's like, oh, fuck 2020. <laughs> it's just going to bleed right into next year. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's crazy times, dude. It is. It is. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I got to get out there for uh, just, to, just to catch up. Just catch yeah, up come going. hang out with your brother. Yeah. Get up. Hell yeah! I'll send you my fucking phone. I'll, I'll, I'll message you. And I'll give you my phone number. I don't give a shit. Definitely. <laughs> give a shit. What up, man? Yeah, awesome. Well, check this out. First of all, oh, actually, do you mind if I throw? Out, I have to throw out my sponsors out there. Please, yeah, do that. All right. Are you a coffee guy? Me? Hell yeah, yeah I'm a coffee guy. <laughs> you talking about? It? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> all right, good. Well, check it out. Dead sled coffee. Dead Sled Coffee, they work with musicians. They do, like, like special musician blends. Like really? Hard, yeah, there's a hardcore band from Pennsylvania called Wisdom and Chains. They just, who's a great band. You should check them out. Um, they uh, they did, like, a special brew for them. There's a ska band that you might have heard of called The Toasters from New York City. Cool, cool they Toasters. They a special blend with them. Um, they work with a lot of musicians. They also, they're into horror stuff. They just signed a contract, and they're making a, a nightmare blend with Robert Englund from Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice. Yeah, but they're they're local. They're a local small. They're run by like three or four people, and they're called Dead Sled Coffee, and they're a sponsor of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast. Nice. And if you go go to deadsledcoffee.com and you enter the promo code Brooklyn Blast, you get 15% off your order, and anything over 40 bucks is free domestic shipping. No way. Yeah, dude. Dead Sled. Dead Sled Coffee. D-E-A-D-S-L-E-D Coffee. Do they just? Dis- are they distributed in Portland? I think I saw some. Possibly, it's it's very possible. I, uh, but they'll it's... ship to you, and they. I mean, every. I mean, they have regular like morning, like 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 uh, like a, a light medium roast, and they have, if you like stronger stuff, there's like espresso blends. They have ice. They have yeah. cold brew. They even have tea and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Dead sled coffee on Instagram, kids. Dead sled. Yeah, yeah. Text that to me later. Oh, I, I want to. I'll order it because you know what I think. I I think I might have uh, seen that, at, and I was like, "Fuck, they're from Brooklyn!" It's, it's I had horrible. to buy it. I had to buy it. It had some cool monsters. It does have like zombie. There's. I, they have. They have a coffee or something. They have a Bella blend where it's like Bella Lugosi. There's a Vampira one. There's yeah. a Vincent Price. There's. I think I've seen them. They're really cool. They're, and, and, <laughs> and I'm not. Just, and I'm not just saying this because yeah. it's a monster, but their coffee is all we drink. It's awesome. All right. 
Yeah. And now here's another place that you're probably familiar with, Generation Records. Since 1992, in the West Village, located at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village here in New York City, it's Generation Records on Instagram, records, vinyl, all that shit. Um, they sponsor the Brooklyn Blast Furnace also. So far, they have cool. survived this pandemic. So if you if you can go to generationrecords.bigcartel.com and you can order stuff online. But if you're in the New York City area, go to the brick-and-mortar spot and support these guys. It's, it's, it's basically, man, they're like the last kids on the block as far as record store. You know what I mean? Wow. You know, they've been around since 92 and they're still there. They're so, still doing it. And they're still doing it. Generation <laughs> Records. Awesome. Generation Records. I got to check them out. Yeah. And last but definitely not least, New Republic Printing. If you, if your band wants to print shirts, if Big News would like to print shirts, I guess. Yes. Um, it's newrepublicprinting.net, um, New Republic Printing on Instagram. But the best yeah. thing about them, I've been using them for like 12 years, way before the podcast. Um, it's awesome that Steve McCarthy is, he's the owner of it. He, they're based in Arkansas. But, wow. But what the thing, the thing is with them is there's no setup fees. You don't get charged for screens. And if you get your, your, order shipped to a commercial address, it's free UPS ground shipping. So if you order a thousand shirts and you have 15 boxes delivered, it doesn't cost you a dime. Damn! <laughs> New Republic printing on Instagram. <laughs> I'm fucking believable! You see, nobody does that. Support local businesses, kid. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, well, man, uh, this has been awesome. I I gotta run to the restroom. Sure. Um, uh, I, have, I have one more thing, really quick, and then I'll let you go. Okay. This will go up raw, just like this, on YouTube, and I will run it on the Facebook group like this. But the audio version that can be heard everywhere will have my intro, and I have to ask you to close this episode out that I will tack on the end with a white zombie song that I won't get in trouble using. Preferably, probably not from the Geffen years, but beforehand, pick a white zombie song and I will tack it on because I have everything anyway. Love Razor. Love Razor off the God of Thunder EP. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I like awesome. that one. Yeah. Awesome. yeah that, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Ivan, Ivan, thank you so much for your time, dude. Thank you. And dude, it's been, it's been awesome. Yeah, this was super fun, man. And don't so, forget to send me your number, man. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll hang out in New York. I'll send it to you right now. With Michael Lago. Why not? Reconnect. And Shauna. Why not? I never met her personally. I would love to meet her. Yeah. Yeah, we hang out when we get to New York. Awesome. That would be great. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to hold you hostage. Go do, go, go to, run to the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Be Take safe. Care, brother. Take Later, care. You brother. too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.